here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM 105 FM in Mokopane. Interesting times, very scary times, I must tell you. 011-482-1510. We are in a state of disaster, as pronounced by the president just over a week ago. We are anticipating an address from him this evening. We don't know what he's going to say. I am asking you what it is that you'd like him to say, to allay your fears, to address some of your concerns. 011-482-1510. I've got Dr. Fundi Lenyati, who is a specialist and family physician who advises employees on health care matters around the country and is a, is a consultant thereof. He joins me on the line just to address some of the issues that we are concerned about. Good afternoon and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, good afternoon, uh, Pimelo, and uh, afternoon to your listeners. As of a couple of more, uh, minutes ago, we've got a confirmation of 402 uh, confirmed cases of COVID-19 in the country. That's a big, big, big jump in one day. But it also tells us, uh, you know, that uh, if we continue to do things the same way, we are not going to defeat uh, this pandemic. We need to individually take everything that is possible. We do it. And, uh, but also collectively, uh, I think the, the South African public, uh, some of the people have taken the messages but others are still going uh, business as usual, and uh, I think they are putting all of us at risk. Dr. Nyati, there are a couple of things that I think we are concerned about. There was a caller earlier on who says, I'm a healthcare worker, I'm in Matatiel, I think he said, and he says, I'm, I'm, I'm scared. The system is not providing us with protective gear. And, and there is all this talk about urban areas, but I'm in the cold face of all of this, and I don't have protective gear. Your assessment of, of how... All of healthcare and this, this government healthcare is protecting us and managing this because you are you are uh, you know you you sit with data you analyze everybody from private to prac to 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 to, to uh, private to 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 the government sector. How yeah. are we managing? Look, um, I think as a country uh, at a macro level, we are going in the right direction. Uh, maybe at times a bit slow to do certain things. Um, but if we now go at a lower level, provincial level, um, most of the provinces, especially the ones that have not had any new cases, you know, being identified, they've been slow off the mark. But let's talk about the government itself, um, you know, for its own employees. Uh, last week on the 16th, the Department of Public Service and Administration, they issued a memorandum which basically gives guidelines to what each department should be doing uh, as part of the obligation to ensure that there's a you know, safe and healthy work environment for all the employees. And that is supposed to have been distributed uh, you know, to all government departments. And what was expected is that by end of last week already, each department would have gone to a point of procuring protective gear, especially for those employees who are, are, you know, in the exposure groups and medical or health professionals are in that group of people who, as a result of their work, they are exposed to the infection. But unfortunately, uh, things have been moving very, very slowly. And that, to me, is a problem. Because if people get infected as part of their work, uh, then they have been failed by the employer. 
uh, and uh, it's not what we expect in South Africa. We we also heard last week that about 90% of the cases that came through, but that was last week, so so much has changed now. 90% of the confirmed cases that came through came through from confirmations that come that came from private sector testing. That worries me. So when we speak of 402 confirmed cases, we don't really know because we haven't tested much, have we? Yes. Uh, one of the things that we said by the DG of the World Health Organization uh, early last week was that uh, the member countries, they need to up their testing capacity because if we, wa- if we are going to defeat this thing, besides the social distancing, we need to test as many people as possible so that they can be isolated if they test, if they test positive. So we have a problem in South Africa because our capacity at this moment with NICD and even the private labs uh, is not at the level that it needs to be at. Uh, And so uh, for me, I'm a bit worried that it's going to be our bottleneck. If we don't test people, isolate people, then uh, the spread is going to continue. And yes, uh, if we look at the people who have tested, it's mainly people who are, I would say, coming from the private health space, the people who normally afford medical aid, uh, who are, you know, in the minority of our population. And my biggest worry is that the people who rely on the public sector, which is the 80% of the population, those people have not yet been tested, the majority of them. Others are still looking for basic information around this COVID. So um, the people we are seeing, the numbers we are seeing, are largely from the affluent, the ones who are able to travel, the ones who are able to consult, you know, private health care. But once we get to a point where it's people in the townships and the rural areas, we are going to have a major problem in our hands and we need to move fast. And I hope that uh, when the president talks later today, uh, he will come up with something much more stringent to limit the movement of people. Uh, because I was in Soweto this past weekend for a funeral. Okay, there were less than 100 people in the funeral. But generally, it's, it's, it's business as usual. People are not taking this thing seriously. And so if some of the people who work in the suburbs go back, you know, to the townships, uh, they are going to spread this thing and we are going to be overwhelmed like Italy at the moment. You, you, you obviously have observed um, many, many things in the industry as that is your job. And, and I'm wondering whether you, you have ideas as to how this healthcare system is going to, to cope. Um, with the capacity with the capacity that you know we already have or don't have yeah what would be the best result for you how do we do we focus our energies on sorting this out and flattening that curve yeah well um you know i've been reading widely about what other countries have done and those countries that have actually decided to act quickly in terms of locking down you know, uh, you know, their populations in terms of movement, uh, in terms of, you know, gatherings uh, and have enforced that and have not left it, you know, to people's consciences. Those countries like South Korea have been able to flatten the curve, meaning fewer you know, infections, meaning fewer spread. Uh, within weeks, they have managed to turn the tide. But countries like the U.S., that have just given recommendations to people that don't do this, don't do that. There was no enforcement. Uh, they are not doing well. So as South Africa, 
we need to take drastic steps. We'd rather be inconvenienced for a three weeks and get this thing down than to actually go business as usual, allowing people to just do as they please. Uh, and then we are faced with more deaths because we don't have the capacity, you know, for the ICUs, you know, um, uh, and also ventilators for those people who will have complications from COVID-19. So the best we can do is to actually limit the spread and that is by limiting the liberties of people, getting people to stay at their homes, and uh, those who have to venture out, they must venture out because it's essential uh, for them to venture out or they work in essential services. That's what we need to do, and that's what I'm hoping that uh, will be announced later today, because if we don't do that, especially in Gauteng, then we are in trouble. You speak of, and, and I, I'm quite aware of that, there isn't enough focus on the positive that other countries have done. So we speak a yes. lot about Italy, we speak about how Europe is not coping in the US and yes. so on, but we're yes. not learning enough from China and South Korea and yes. so on in Korea. It's yes. a concern. Well, you know, I think sometimes it's part of the ideological, you know, differences. Uh, those countries uh, that, prof- you know, that, that profess to be democracies, they still want to, you know, to have a, a very, you know, easy approach to this thing. But those countries that are decisive, uh, especially those that are under dictators, uh, are actually doing well. China has done very well, especially in that Hubei province, by limiting the liberties of people, limiting movements, uh, and enforcing that with their soldiers. We need to do that as South Africa because we will be found wanting if we don't do that when it comes to the number of people with severe illness and number of people who will need ICUK, the number of people who will need ventilators. Italy at this moment are struggling with that. South Korea, uh, they have a small number of people that are infected because they did the right thing within weeks of this starting. We have to make that decision and we have to do it now. So, so let me just push you a little bit and ask you, for you, what would be the best message that the president can deliver this evening? Well, the best message for the president, well, the president that, they, that he can deliver to South Africans is we are all in this and, uh, you know, we have to now keep all the liberties in the interest of long-term health of the nation in the, inter- in the interest of the economy of our country, uh, we need to ensure that there is a lockdown, and that lockdown is going to be enforced by law enforcement officers. We need to, you know, uh, 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 do some of the things that were done in the mid-80s during the state of emergency. You know, uh, some of us who are old enough remember that there was very little movement. You know, uh, there was curfew. You couldn't just walk in some parts of the country at that time. We need to do the same, but this time for a good cause, which is to prevent more of our compatriots from being infected. Uh, And because we have a high load of people who are immunocompromised, you know, with HIV Mm. and EVTB, we cannot afford for people to have, you know, a third epidemic on top of the twin epidemic of of HIV-TB and then we add uh, COVID, and also with winter coming, we add uh, influenza. So we need to act now. And the other key message that he should deliver is that people should get flu vaccines. Because by doing so, at least if they do get this COVID-19, uh, they will be in a much better place 
you know, uh, in terms of recovery, especially those with pre-existing lung, heart, or immune problems. So for me, uh, lockdown, ASAP, and let's enforce it. And those people who are not heeding the call, let's arrest them. Strong message indeed. Thank you so, so much. Medical consultant, consultant Dr. Fundi Lenyati saying the best message right now from the president would be a total lockdown. I think that is what he's saying. He says without that, there's just very little chance of us curbing that, uh, that very, very, that, I mean, you've seen, you've seen the graphics, you've seen the memes and so on. It's not looking good. We are now on uh, confirmed cases, official numbers, 402. Our concern is, is that really the number? That's the question.